Welcome in, welcome in. You don't have to wait a while tonight. You are locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KVLA Talk 1580. I hope that you are relaxed and ready to get into these trending topics and headlines. Of course, we hit all of those across entertainment, sports, lifestyle, and culture. I am your host, Jill Monroe. And, you know, it is hump day, the middle of the week. You just got a good dose of Zoe Williams. And now I know that you are ready to get into all of this information, entertainment, topical news for tonight. So let me give you a rundown about all of the topics that we're going to get into this evening. So first up, you know, Oprah Winfrey and her weight has been a subject since we were introduced to Oprah, probably back in the 80s. Remember, was it 88, 89, something like that, whenever it was when she rolled out the big wagon full of meat and it was the equivalent to how much weight she had lost and she had on the jeans and she talked about how she hadn't wore jeans in forever and I think she had on a black turtleneck and then that didn't last for long and then she gained some more weight and so it's just been a cycle and we know I guess it was maybe last year sometime recently she also has become an investor in the Weight Watchers brand so weight is something that has been a lifelong topic for her well she finally announced something that the eyeball test told us before but we're going to get into it and a little bit behind um what she had to say and why i think it's important for us to talk about all of these things we're also going to get into some of the evidence in the jonathan majors domestic violence allegedly <laughs> trial tmz has released audio and video footage related to that night and it is interesting, and some people are saying, if you were speaking out against Jonathan, you were wrong. And anything that he lost, endorsements, films, positioning, should be restored to him after this footage was released. So we're going to get into that. And then later, you know, the third hour, the after hour. Not too salacious tonight. It's actually pretty tame. We're going to get into Matthew Knowles, Beyonce's daddy. He has a memoir that he released in 2017. And now it is going to be adapted into both a feature film and a limited series. So we're going to get into that. Is Beyonce going to be featured into it? All of that. But before we get into those topics, I have to hit you up with a couple of conversation starters. You know, these are things that we have to keep you abreast of, but we'll get into possibly at a later date. So first up, shout out to Jamie Foxx. It is his birthday today. Give it up to him. You know, we have talked about this on we have talked about it on the show before that I feel that Jamie is one of the greatest entertainers that we have ever seen all around singing, acting, comedy, just, you know, really talented. So we almost lost him earlier this year. And so I know this birthday is probably really, really meaningful to him. So shout out to Jamie Foxx, man, you know, go give, unbelievable a spin 
tennis ball, you know, go hit that up on YouTube. Go watch Django or something. Give it up for Jamie for tonight. We also have to send out congratulations to Yvette Nicole Brown. She announced her engagement on The View. She's engaged to a gentleman named Anthony Davis. He is an actor. She has known him for over 30 years, I think. She said that they met when they were in their 20s in church in an acting class. At the time, he was married. They were platonic friends. Nothing happened. You know, lost touch over the years. And then fast forward 20 plus years later, he reached out to her. He was divorced. And now they are engaged. The um, engagement actually happened when Yvette went home and her old auditorium at her high school is being named after her. So following that celebration, you know, with friends and family all around, she said that he gave her a scratcher and she scratched the stuff off and it said instead of, you know, dollar amounts, it was, will you marry me? So congratulations to her. We love love. We love to see it. And then also... Draymond Green, we talked about it a little bit last night, and um, your boy Draymond has been suspended indefinitely by the NBA following his ejection last night for accidentally striking Nurich in the face. Some say accident, some say accidentally on purpose. The NBA released a statement basically saying that his suspension will begin immediately and he will be required to meet certain league and team conditions before he's able to return. So, you know, I don't know. We said that something had to change. I've heard the idea. Some people are floating that Dre is trying to get out of there, that he changed his mind about the long-term deal, only wanted the money, and is trying to figure out a way to get down to the Lakers. But they've been saying that for a while. I don't really know if that's the case, but he does seem to be a little restless. So we'll have to keep our eyes on that. When we come forward, we're going to get into these trending topics and headlines. You were locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, keeping you informed, entertained, and always ahead of the curve. Ahead of the curve. Hey. This is RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. You are locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. I'm a runner. I'm a track star. You'll get that reference one day. <laughs> At any rate, listen. Rapper Kodak Black. We've seen some footage on him from Drink Champs. I think it was maybe a month or so ago. Looking pretty out of it. There were questions as to if... Nori and company should have put out the episode because he seemed to not be in full faculties, you know? And then there's been some Instagram live videos, things of that nature where he looks out of it. Well, he was arrested and he was arrested for cocaine possession. But his attorney, Bradford Cohen, says that his arrest is incorrect. According to him... The rock that the officer found when tested will be Percocet, not cocaine. So you need to back up because they're also saying he has a prescription for that. 
You know, he was found asleep at the wheel of his SUV with a mouthful of white powder and several rock-like objects on the ground. The arrest report claimed the substance was cocaine, but it actually was prescription Percocet. So, you know, free him. I don't know. I mean, I get it. It's certainly a strategy and angle, but... Are you supposed to drive with a mouthful of Percocet? I really have no idea. I'm going to guess no. But look, (laughs) I hope that they get that young man some help because it is apparent that we are comfortable now watching people descend into darkness right before our eyes on social media and just kind of shrug our shoulders and keep it moving. I mean, certainly it is his choice to live his life as he pleases, but all on social media, guy? Okay, so listen, it is Wednesday, and you know that means that I'm not in the studio alone. I am joined by our Keep It Real friend, Trent the Artist, Trent Jackson. Welcome in. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. How are you? I'm great. A little winded. How was, are you? I'm good. I understand. I'm sorry. Sprint. but Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's Mercury retrograde, so we have to be on guard for that. Um, it has already started kicking yeah, in for me. It's a mess. I, the shadow a, period started kicking it was, for me. It was, it was very urban. Mm. Yes. It what does very urban mean? Ghetto. <laughs> it's real. Can it we was, be saying that? That's why I said urban. It was, it was real hood. <laughs> you know? It was real, real, real hood. Um with with the things that have been taking place but my question is this i have two questions um so while i was off in the back getting ready we'll circle back to my good friend draymond green our our, my pisces brother Mm -hmm. (sighs) those hands pow 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 um why are you rocking up percocet and when did percocet start coming in a rock form so again i wouldn't know what form and it comes in so that might have you know passed yeah. the muster with me yeah it, it was like a, a, a rock of parkinson right. that 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 means that you've grinded this thing up sir or chewed it maybe saying he chewed it up no he was chewing a it rock up. a park they're very clear about what they found so that means that she went and grinded this powder up went off in the back somewhere and became a chemist okay <laughs> and then decided that she wanted to ingest it and get high whether you had a prescription for it or not you altered the substance that it came in, sir, and you made a rock of Percocet. Stop playing and get out of here with your antics. Who are you? I, listen. This is this is nuts. Enablers all around, though, because, dog. Yeah, it's a mess. But good luck. And Draymond, he's, it's, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all the passion. It's, it's, it's misguided passion, and I just need him to, to gather that up. I understand. As a Pisces, that's unhealed. That happens sometimes because... I, too, had issues where I needed to pull it together. It's like, what are you doing now? I wasn't out here beating up people, but, you know, I was a bit of an emotional terrorist in my day. I, so, how old is Draymond? 33, He's 34? in his 30s. Yeah. Okay. I, I just, I feel like, and I understand that. I respect that. And yeah. I get it. It's important. It, it adds to his leadership. It is how he plays his game. Yeah? Yeah. So, But, dog... Yeah, come on, dog. It, you are Chill. a vet vet at this point. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, now, and here's the you could have gone medium. You could have gone medium, but this is also the other part. 
when your behavior has gone uncorrected and it's just a part of the norm, that is true. This is what happens. And he has gotten pass after pass after pass after pass, and now we're here. When bad behavior is rewarded, essentially. It's, yes, especially when you feel like you're a star, a part of the star of the team, and you know the team can't go on without you, and, and you're needed. When you have that mentality, and you feel like you can do it, it's privilege, and you think you can do whatever you want. So, do yeah, you, sit down for a minute. Do you think the time away will I mean, you know he's going to come back with all the sure. proper, you know, sorry, it's time to reflect, blah, 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 blah. Do you think ultimately it will alter his behavior or... Here's the thing. There's it's more than just let me just punch this guy <laughs> in the face real quick, sure? right? It's, no, I'm, it's, I'm it, it's always more than that. There's I'm always joking. something going on under the surface, and we don't oftentimes we don't know what that is. Um, and as people are growing and healing at various times throughout their journey, we don't know what is coming up for the surface. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. he okay. can v- very well be dealing with something that we don't know about, and not to make an excuse, but his his way of dealing could be being physical and we're not excusing that but it's popping other players in the pen you know because when you are when you come from that type of environment is what you know so you can only do what you know i hear you well miss oprah has had an about face i I saw that headline on my way (laughs) and you know the people are talking and i'm gonna say i'm not mad at her because let's stop playing right weight loss and the desire for it has been something that has not only plagued her career since we've met her almost 40 years ago, yeah. right? Yeah. But it is a national conversation across America, ultimately. People are always trying to lose weight. South Beach diet. Um, I was just talking keto, to... Keto. I just know? talked about weight loss on my show today, actually. See? Yeah. I made, a, I made a very crude joke, so I won't say it on air because people might take offense to it, so... Well, you know, she said that comments about her weight earlier in her career made her feel sad. And now that she's in her 70s. Is she 70? She is 70. Wow. She is done shaming herself. She said, I eat my last meal at 4 o'clock, drink a gallon of water a day, and use the Weight Watchers principles of counting points. I had an awareness of weight loss medications, but felt I had to prove I had the willpower to do it. I now no longer feel that way, meaning I'm going to take my Ozempic, yeah. my, what is the other one, Govari, whatever, I don't, I don't know. whichever one she's on, and I'm going to be fine out here like I've been on the color purple, <laughs> red carpet premieres. So my question is this to mm-hmm. Oprah, so you're admitting this now. Did you ever use them like back in the day? Was she I mean, like she's talked about that? Was she on Fan Fan? Yeah, I, that's when I, she I lost mean, all that weight and she came out with that wagon of fat. No, 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 she wasn't on <laughs> Fan Fan. Fan Fan wasn't around then. We were just I was just talking about Fan Fan. Yeah, um, Trim Spa. Which one? Jackson <laughs> <laughs> Trim. Come on, give it up. You know, I mean, she probably has tried them all because you know people. I, I think. You know, we we talk about how sensitive we are currently as a culture, nation, about things. Sure, very much so. Overcorrection. However, one thing that I feel like has always been true and particularly crude, people are especially heinous, I feel like, when people are overweight. Tell me about it. And they feel like... Who are you talking to right now? (laughs) My whole entire existence. Oh, yeah, the fat kid in the classroom, sure. and, And they feel like... 
it is something people feel like they don't have to give any, you know, empathy to. Yeah, because people feel like you can control your weight and it's something that you can change, which is very much true, right? Um, but it's a difficult thing to do because sometimes people have medical issues and they can't lose weight. Sometimes they have, you know, joint issues. They can't move. So there's sometimes they have, they're a going number through of things. stuff and yeah. food is their friend, like whatever it is. But let's is. get to that though, because I talk about this all the time and I've been talking about it lately. People have like, Oh, you know, you've lost all this weight. What have you done? Let me, I stop eating. And you know, part of it was a lot of people don't mention this, but sometimes food is your first drug. Before you get addicted to food, right? right. It's, it's a comfort, like you said. So if this is your go-to, you know, for whatever you're dealing with at the time, just imagine you being an eight-year-old and not being able to deal with anything. So now you're eating all the cookies and snacks, you know, right. because you can't vent. So this is a part of the, the thing. And you carry this behavior on your whole life. So, of course. So when you start dealing with yourself, in my case, this you lose weight just by, you know, dealing with whatever is eating you up inside and you modify it and alter it. So... You know, it's different for everybody, but um, it's one of those things. People are very cruel towards overweight people. Um, they don't make concessions. Uh, and it's, 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 it's nasty. I agree. She said, I realized I'd been blaming myself all of those years for being overweight. And I have a predisposition that no matter the amount of willpower is, no matter the amount of willpower will be controlled. So basically what you said in a different way, the fact that there's a medically approved prescription for managing weight and staying healthier in my lifetime feels like relief, like redemption, like a gift and not something Mm -hmm. to hide behind. And once again, ridiculed for I'm absolutely done with shaming from other people and particularly myself. So I feel like this, like, you know, Seeing Oprah with the hottie body at 70, I'm not mad at it. No, I don't think anyone is. Like, go. Rock yeah. that. I see the hourglass. I and saw the flat stomach. You know, it's 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 a mat like it's for her. It's like when you've lived a certain way your whole life, it's like you're gonna celebrate it now because you're at a point where you feel like you finally can no matter what. I get it. And to me it's like my my and I don't have an issue with it because I feel like I am one of those people you should go. And do what you need to do to make yourself happy. Know the risk, but go, you know, handle business, right? But it's not her. It is the people that are, you know, you're thin, but you want to be Hollywood thin. So you're going to, you know, go get this little thing right here. And one, let's make sure you're being safe because... You know, five years from now, you don't want to be like the girlies that are like, I shouldn't have got butt shots. Or the, the, if, you, if you took this drug, you could be um, eligible for compensation. <laughs> you know, all of that, too. The shortages to the diabetics who really need it. Right. That is concerning to me, you know. I'm not saying that you shouldn't get the benefits, but, you know. Right. But this is something that I think is interesting, and we touched on it a little bit last night, that a lot of the snack makers are changing their plans and developing snacks for the pharmaceutical companies push because they're all developing their own versions of it. So the snack brands are anticipating a loss from some of their, you know, snackier, more um, 
unhealthy foods. So they're thinking of ways to counter like, you know, protein rich stuff or low calorie stuff that they can offer for people that are jumping on the wave. See, it's all a scam. All these people are working hand in hand to, I said it last week, like it's being a consumer. This this is the part of the consumer scam I was talking about because now you've got the, 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 the pill industry, the pharmaceuticals going in tandem with the snack makers you know, to bounce off each other. What? So is it, cool. are they going in tandem or is it just looking at the market and anticipating, okay. No, they've been doing it. They're just now shift. telling you in a, in a nice way. Maybe. Yeah. So <laughs> in addition, so we talked about, you know, skimpflation and shrinkflation where um, packaging remains the same price, but the um, serving size gets smaller. Yes. So along with these changes and why this ties into Oprah, is there also... There is also flavor inflation. And so that is, and I touched on this last night, do Oreos taste the same to you? No, nothing tastes the same to me. Exactly. And that's what flavor inflation is. So essentially it is, you know, manufacturers... They don't have to tell you when they change an ingredient. Oh, but we know, though. But we know we can yeah, taste it. Yeah, we can but taste they don't it. Have to t- you know, sometimes it's because the higher prices, sometimes because they, you know, utilize this more in bulk, but they don't have to, right? And so a lot of manufacturers, because of what is happening now with things, you know, so that consumers still see the same size, they still see the same box, but they're changing the recipes and the ingredients, right? And it's a way to, you know, avoid passing higher costs on to the consumers. So they say. But, I mean, you know, in theory it might be higher health costs. Who knows? But, um, you know, they use a different ingredient. They modify the ingredients, right? So sometimes, of course, it's cheaper ingredients for expensive ones or less healthy, but... It happens a lot whenever costs grow up. Like, for example, um, one food processing company, Conagra, they reduced the vegetable oil content in its smart balanced margarine from um, 39% to 60, uh, from 64% to 39%. So um, there is Breyer's ice cream back in 2013 they reduced so much dairy fat in their ice cream that they were no longer legally allowed to call it ice cream. So is that why they call bro- it dairy? Frozen it's, dairy desserts. I saw it. It is crazy because I saw that as I was trying to get ice cream for Thanksgiving, which, by the way, it was sold out everywhere. So I ended up like settling on like a little pint of Talenti, right? Mm-hmm. The natural stuff. But when I saw that, I saw it on the thing. I was like, what is dairy dessert? I was like, what is that? This is, it doesn't say ice cream anymore. Wow. Because it can't. Because legally, it's not ice cream. So listen, when we come forward, we're going to get more into the food changes that are happening. Miss Oprah and her changes and what she did for Fantasia. All of that and more on the other side. You're locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KVLA Talk 1580. Listen. I love it, Andy. Where did you get this from? This is the this is the very 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 first one. Like right after it was Good Morning Chicago. Yes, this is the original theme song. Right before Patty got into all the remixes. It's hilarious.
Didn't they used to like be like the Cosby Show and change it every year or every other year or something? Yes, I hated that too. <laughs> this was the OG one. Yes, that's the that's the good one. Trivia. Yes. Who produced the record? No idea. Wow. Trent. Don't know. Hint. Michael Jackson. What? I said hint. Quincy Jones. Bada bing. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes that's sense. That's why though. it was fire. That hmm. makes sense. It definitely sounds like um, the morning sunrise on the plains of Africa. It was good. That's what it reminds me of, you know. Wow. So listen, um, there's the chat is always active on YouTube. I love I think the I chat. forgot to mention this. If you want to jump into this conversation, 800-920-1580, always available to do that. Hit us up on social, KBLA1580. As I said, YouTube, they're in there. They're active. So Urban Spinster wanted to know... Um, I lost the comments. See how fast it's moving. But I know it was something about Oprah buying into Weight Watchers and what that means. Well, in her statement, she mentioned that she still follows the Weight Watcher principles for counting calories and the point system and that she stops eating at four o'clock and she's taking her meds. So she is saying she is utilizing it all together responsibly to get the body yaddy hottie. Wow. Okay. So, you know. Well, it always usually takes a combination of things. It does. At a certain, I think at a certain point. I agree with that. So, I mean, she looked good, though. Um, Pretty Brown Mimi says, Whoopi Goldberg played Steely, the star of The Color Purple, but Oprah took The Color Purple to another level. I think every single person in that cast did. I think that that is one of the best cast movies, you know? I think that it just, it was synergy. Everything came together in the right moment. Speaking of, on tomorrow's show, I will have an interview with Fantasia, Danielle Brooks, who plays Miss Sophia in the new musical version, and Taraji P. Henson, who plays Suge Avery. So make sure you're tapped in for that tomorrow. And a couple other interviews are going to be coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a good show. Sounds like it. Um, but tonight is as well. <laughs> so, I mean, my thing is, like Oprah said, and, and really, I stand by this. I often used to say that fat is the final sin, right? And I say that because I really do believe people, what, why are you laughing? Because, you know, I always be having these dialogues in my brain because, it is. I always have this saying, like, you have to pick a struggle, and it can't be both. Either you're going to be fat or bald. So, <laughs> which one is it? Cause it can't, or for a woman, yeah. if, I guess, fat or ugly. I, I don't know. I just feel like people are so unsympathetic <laughs> and mean. They are. Because they, that's the first insult that people throw at you. I'm just laughing at all the, oh, the, oh you fat. Like, duh. Like, tell me something I don't know. Like, just come at me. So, call nasty. me stupid. You can't. You know. That is like the only thing that people can really dish you with. But in my experience, from what I've had to, because I was like, I'm not about to change myself and, you know, go through all this stuff just to fit in. Like, it's stupid. I'm going to be fat. You're going you're gonna to take the fat and you're going to deal with it, right? So, what I've learned, well, if let me just say this, it's easier for a man to be fat than it is for a woman to be fat. So, it's this definitely. is, again, my privilege talking. Yeah. However, um, it's still the same thing as people will, will still use the fat against you, okay? Trust me on that. However, if you are comfortable with the fat, like I've had to get comfortable with it, people can't weaponize it and, you, and they can't really affect you with it. Because people say it, they, people still call me fat to this day. It's hilarious. I laugh. 
I it's so funny to me because it's like, duh, tell me something I don't know. Like, so come at me with something different, bro. Kendi says it'll be interesting to observe the landscape changes of fat acceptant politics when all the overweight celebrities that championed it are suddenly no longer overweight. I, I mean, I understand definitely yes. what you're saying. I mean, will some because you do see some people who lose weight and then become the fat police and think that they have to monitor, you know, other people, what they're doing. But I still feel like this, you know, to me, if you understand that struggle, you're not going to forget. Definitely not. Because you took the medicine. You're going to be like, girl, I took the medicine. Or even when you lose weight, like you still like. I've been hearing all this week, people, because I, I haven't, you know, been circulating. You know, I went out this weekend. Oh, my God, you know, you lost all this weight. I'm like, Where, what are you talking about? I still have a belly. Like, I still got man boobs. Like, stop playing. Like, when I'm out here, like, with abbed up and, like, you know, muscled up, then we we can we can talk about it. But, like, like come on. It's just five pounds. I mean, stop but, still, playing. That's, but I think that, well, I think it can be awkward because sometimes it's like, yeah, I know. But people want to encourage you, and yeah, so and, that's and a I, nice and thing. I, and I appreciate that because in, in, even in past times, people would say stuff to me like, oh, wow, like you've lost weight. And I would like go eat because I was like, oh, I don't want to be like too thin. What? Yeah, seriously. So it's it's not that anymore. So like, what? Okay, were thanks. you afraid of being thin? Yes, because I was so comfortable with being fat because I've like been fat most of like my teenage years and into my adult life. So it's like, for what? What did you subconsciously believe would change? Or did you believe that you would discover something about yourself? There's one thing that, that I know will change. with the weight? Um, no. Um, <laughs> I'm already a little cocky. A lot cocky sometimes. I'm very confident, right? Like how people say, "Oh God, should be thankful that he didn't give me a booty because." And they they should they should be they people should be grateful (laughs) that I'm not you know athletic and in shape because I wouldn't even be able to stand myself. I already get on my own nerves now, you know, at the size that I am. So, you know, it's I'm just a different breed. Like it, it, I've learned to accept it. So, it is what it is, and, and everybody else they like it too. So doesn't stop anything. So, <laughs> Urban Spencer says Oprah was on the Sherry show today. She said the color purple taught her so much about business because she had to use vacation time to film and beg the network. Hmm. She also passed the torch to Sherry as far as daytime talk show. I don't know. Queen extravaganza. Sure. There were a lot of choices she could have made. I appreciate the Sherry crowning hmm. like that. Okay. What you don't? Not particularly, but that's not that's neither here nor there. Who should it have gone to? Who had the longest reigning talk show after Oprah? She's not there anymore. Who had it? I, I said had. had. She is passing it currently. She's not available it's, to it's, receive it's, it. It's not fair because when you have someone, first of all, we all know that most daytime talk shows last a max of five years good ones okay you're exceptional if you go to 10 years and still have numbers and a number one time slot that takes a lot of work and it's so unfair that people discounted that and didn't give her 
Um, He's talking about Wendy Williams. Did not give her her flowers and what she accomplished for daytime TV. She rebranded daytime TV for what it was, and everyone is now copying her now that she's out of the way. Um, Oprah didn't really particularly care for her brand of daytime TV. I'm sure. Um, She didn't like a lot of things, so that's where the the unfairness came on. You cannot discount Wendy, even though they erased her. You can't discount what she did and how she rebranded daytime TV. So here's the thing. I One... Is a, and I understand the importance of a cosign or the passing of the torch, sure. but Wendy didn't need it. But and that's the other part. She, and it didn't matter. Like it, to it, me, it, it, it would have helped her. But the attitude and the and the confidence came from since no one is going to validate me, let me show you something, and she turned it up. She'll tell you that herself. Okay. Because she, because every you have to think about it, because <clears throat> what she came from and what she built, and everyone was expecting her to fail. Um, and she didn't, she, she soared and people hated on that because of, of, of the, of the grime that she started in in the radio industry. Everyone that expected her to fail wasn't being real with themselves about what the audience likes. That's step one. Yeah. Urban Spencer says, I would think she would be passing the torch to Tamara, not Sherry. The show is very different from hers. I don't think it has to be hers. I, I think that that is the point. It's evolved. I don't think Oprah's show would be the <laughs> Oprah's show if it was on currently. I think it would be very different. We saw, you know, just with the um, when the OWN network first came into existence, it was very breath control, new agey, get yep. in touch with meditation, find yourself. And a lot of people were looking around like, and what is this? When we come forward, we'll get into more of that, more trending topics and headlines. You are locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. You are locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. So listen, Oprah, Sherry, <laughs> Jay hood Kelly Clarkston. There are a lot of ways, places, and things that, um, you know, Miss Oprah could have gone to, but Sherry asked her, and she was like, "Yeah, sounds like a plan to me." Yeah, that's that's a lot different from somebody passing the torch. Is that it wasn't real? It was just for TV. You just wanted to be Wendy. No, I don't. I wanted to go to the fair person, and as you stated, she's not here anymore to receive it. But let's let's be real. Um, if it wasn't for Wendy. These other girls that are out today, including Sherry Shepard, would not be in the seat that they have today. That's all I'm saying. Pay respect for the people that came before you. And Wendy is somebody that I look up to, just like Tavis is somebody that I looked up to, you know? Um, Sherry was on TV before Wendy was as a talk Mm. show host. (laughs) No one was paying attention to that. (laughs) How could you say that? Because they weren't. Let's go to the chat. Chat where you guys were you guys looking for Sherry Shepard before on the View when she was on there as a talk as as a panel member on that show. I, I guess my point is that, and all, you know, all praise is due to Wendy, but I think that there can be, you know, something different. Everybody brings a little different things, a little their own little sizzle to it. And she was on there before. I mean, she was established in the arena before Wendy was. I'm not saying that there, you know, influence can come from many places. Sure. But, you know, I don't, I want to give them all their things. Um, Going back to 
the, you know, increase of weight loss drugs and the little shoddy shoddies, poison control centers across America <laughs> have seen a steep increase in calls related you know to the injected medication for weight loss drugs with, you know, some people reporting symptoms related to accidental overdoses because they kind of don't know what they've done. So some have been hospitalized with severe nausea, vomiting, stomach pain, because, you know, stomach paralysis is possible for a very, very, very small number you okay, Trent? I'm fine, but it's just like I said earlier. See, in five years, we're all going to be talking about if you took Ozempic or any of these <laughs> drugs, you can be compensated. What? The Poison Control Center? That's what you call something's You know what? Wrong. I have a better... Um, I have Wait, a, we're going to put a pin in you. I have a, have I have a, a better response mind. for the weight loss. I can tell you exactly what to do to lose weight. Okay. We're going to circle back to that. Yes. We have Fahima on yes, the line. Yes, Fahima, Fahima from D.C. Via New York. I love night. it. <laughs> Well, good morning, all. You may not love me because I'm calling to disagree with you. Uh, we Trent. love disagrees. Come on. Okay. Well, I'm I'm a fan. There's a show called Two Funny Mamas that Kim Whitley and uh, Sherry Shepard have been doing since COVID, and I'm like an avid fan. And I happen to know that, well, Kim Whitley has a relationship with Sherry. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Well, they're obviously friends, but Kim Whitley has had a relationship with Oprah and they banter about, about, you know, her being this great, uh, you know, uh, person to act as, but Sherry Shepard has had a relationship with Oprah and Oprah has mentored, um, Sherry Shepard and Oprah was on television long before Wendy Williams. And, you know, so I just wanted to share that, um, the, the Cameron Hall and none of those other folks uh, would have gotten the torch because Oprah hasn't been a factor in either of them lives. She has been a mentor to Kim Whitley and to and to Sherry Shepard, and um, so yeah, Oprah was on long before Wendy Williams. Oh yeah, Oprah opened the door for 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 all of them, and if it wasn't for her, then. None, none of them would have would have had the space. I, I totally right. agree with that. And I, I presume that I didn't know that Oprah had directly mentored Sherry. I presume that there was a relationship because Oprah just strikes me as one of these people. If she likes you, she likes you. She's going to help you. She's going to make sure that you're you're fine. So, I, right. you know, I, I, I knew that I'm just, you know, teasing. I'm right. giving, I'm giving Sherry was- a hard time. Right. The hookup was through Kim Whitley, because you may remember, um, Kim had a show on the Oprah Network, and because uh, I don't know if you used to listen to Tom Joyner, but but uh, Sherry and Kim used to be, uh, they had to stick about being Tom's booze. And anyway, I've I've been like following them since then. And during COVID, they started this podcast, which is hilarious. Um, tonight they had um, Ada Rodriguez on. But anyway, that's all I wanted to share. Thanks for calling, as always. Always. Shout and you out. can disagree anytime. <laughs> right. Like, we don't mind that. Everybody has a viewpoint yes. and opinion, and all are welcome here. Of course. And shout out to Ada. She hosted the AFCA TV Honors a couple of weeks ago that I attended and presented an award at. So. I saw that on your um, Instagram. Yeah. Tell us more. <laughs> I presented an award. Which one was it? Best TV Movie. Peacock Shooting Stars one, which chronicled the early years of LeBron James. Oh, cool. Chris hmm. Robinson was the director. 
That looked like a fun time. It was a nice time. It was at the um, Casa Del Mar Hotel. That's in Pasadena? No, it's in Santa Monica. Okay. Right on the beach. You know, don't have too many hotels and venues that are right on the boardwalk here. It's more of a Miami thing. But this, the back opens out right to Where the Where is that on, beach. like? It's on, um, so if you're going down Ocean, mm-hmm. you have to head west. It, it's like is it on a small Wilshire? private. It's in between, um, it's north of, Wil- I mean, excuse me, south of Wilshire. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Got it. Got it. So, um, really nice. Do you know where Shutters is? Yes. So it's right next door to Shutters. Okay. Got it. So. Yeah, like right before the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right there. And it's kind of an older looking, like has an art deco, yeah. like 1920s, maybe 30s design to the. Yeah, that, it it looked really fun. It looked like one of those Beverly uh, Hill, uh, Beverly Hilton Emmy party type setups in, in the inside. So, yeah, we had a meal. Bottle so. of champagne in the middle and numbers on the table and yeah. whatnot. There was an open <laughs> bar. The drinks did flow. Love it. So, it was a good time. Um, I think, well, one, as far as Oprah passing the torch, I think, I mean, how long has Oprah been off of daytime TV? I mean, Fahima sort of alluded to that. So there was a gap in between there. And to your point, that was Wendy's space. Yeah, she got in there. You know, that that was hers. Other people were around and making moves. You know, there was a period of time when Steve was kind of the top dog in that space, Steve Harvey. So... I think that it moves and it's shifted. But um, to Urban Spinster's point, the formula sometimes feels a little dated. Do you think? In general, the daytime formula. Not not anyone's show in particular, um, but here's the, the format thing. in I, general. I think that the daytime formula feels dated because we don't see the amount of talk shows that we used to see in the 90s. There used to be tons of talk shows I feel like in the there's 90s. There's a lot now, but I get your point. Like, there's none of the afternoon ones that we come Montel, up to. Montel, Sally, Jesse, Raphael. All of them. It was like eight um, talk shows on Ricky at one Lake. time. All of that, right? My, they, I used to always say I never wanted a back. Ricky Lake situation. Um, shout out it. to Thomas Outlaw in the chat. He said, We in the type 2 diabetic community mm. would like mid range folk and skinny trollops to stop driving up the prices on drugs just to get a quick fix. Yes. And that is I, the last note on that, I think. I appreciate that because. I have a different method for losing weight. Quickly. Go Quickly. to sleep. When we come forward, if we'll you, get into more if trending topics. If to- you sleep, you can't eat. We'll get into more <laughs> trending topics and headlines. We have Jonathan Majors and the audio from the call where, well, the conversation where he told his ex, Grace, that she needs to be more Coretta Scott King-like. And we're also going to discuss that video because he's a runner. He's a track star. And the chat too. is also not here for Sherry Shepard as a talk show host. Thanks. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm not. I, I, I disagree. All right. All of that and more, you were locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580.